Welcome to the Spirit for Success podcast with your hosts, Rach Wilson and Therese Tucker. Hi! <laughs> Welcome to the Kick-Ass and Ladypreneur Lady podcast. Let me try that again. <laughs> Welcome to the Kick-Ass and Sparkly Ladypreneur podcast. Let me just get that down before it starts yelling in my ear and I hear myself three minutes ago. So with me, as always, is the terrific, the talented, the fabulous Therese. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Welcome to our podcast. It's one of those days. It's tech oh It's God. tech uh, malfunction day, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know. Whoa. See there. I almost <laughs> knocked over my whole setup just trying to. <laughs> don't do that. Don't move. Don't press any <laughs> buttons. Don't touch anything. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Oh, do you want to go? You, we sort of had an idea of what we wanted to talk about, but do you want to go into that or do you want to just debrief on what the fuck's been going on today? Um, I don't know. I'm drinking some wine spritzer. It's already wine spritzer o'clock for me. <laughs> okay, got, let me tell you. Water. Yeah, so, so, well, it's also what, 11 a.m. where you are, it 12 p.m.? <laughs> a little early for the wine spritzer. Kind of early for that. We just came back um, from taking my kids to the mall just for fun because my daughter really wanted to go ride on an escalator. <laughs> As you do. So we took them to the mall, but both my husband and I were like, <laughs> after that, we were like, it's a two wine spritzer. <laughs> yeah, so the kids got balloons. And as soon as they came home, came in the house and started, uh, everything is hi-ya, hi-ya, and they're like karate chopping these balloons. So it's actually kind of settled down a bit, but it was like kung fu fighting in the house <laughs> for a little awesome. bit there. And my husband and I are like, we need wine, and we're down to like the last part of our bottle. <laughs> we're like, do we go out and get more, or do we just try to like suck it up? So far, we, we haven't made up our mind yet. <laughs> <laughs> See how things go after the show. You might need another one. <laughs> Uh, maybe <laughs> oh gosh I'll, I'll just make sure that's on silent or stun or pleasure whatever mode you want to call it <laughs> so, pleasure yeah like it's funny because we've been talking about the energy that's been going on this last probably week and and one thing a couple of things have been going on so I had some really high energy huge production days and then yesterday it was mm -mm. It was a no day. It was a not not moving off the couch day not out of my jammies not going anywhere um, so I had to sort of do the it was the ebb day for me to just sort of sit mm. back and allow that to go and what's been happening at the same time this week as we've followed inspired action and allowed ourselves to listen to our bodies is this massive bombardment of double and triple numbers like massive like i get them all the time anyway but this last few days it's like that stalker that will never go away <laughs> which is great it's a good news it's not a bad stalker this is the kind of stalker you want in in universal form but it's just been really yeah. interesting to see um, and I'm finding myself listening to those signs and following the intuitive action. And um, like this morning, I woke up feeling a bit overwhelmed because I had a lot of to-do stuff in my head. So I just spent the last probably hour and a half um, dumping everything in my brain down onto a piece of paper, put it in a way that I could kind of understand, and then created a spreadsheet because, you know, I work auditory digital. So lists <laughs> work really well for me. <laughs> I might even share that as a template with anybody who wants uh, wants a way of keeping on top of their to-do list. I feel heaps better now that I'm not holding or carrying around 
this massive to-do list and it is massive. Like when I put it down, I'm like, holy shit, no wonder I feel tired. <laughs> Just trying to remember all of that is huge. Right? No, nope. so, yeah, I, I totally get that. Yep. Notebooks become your friends. Planners become very, very safe spaces, right? My, my planner, my, I've got, I upgraded. I had one of those like little decorate it yourself planners because I need something that makes me feel like I'm also being artistic and expressing myself while I plan. Uh -huh. um, but the one I had was too small. <laughs> so I upgraded to like the Mac Daddy size wow. yep. planner. <laughs> yeah, it's like takes up half my table, I swear. And Yay. I've got stickers because everything's better with stickers. <laughs> All the important stuff gets a sticker. <laughs> well, I can't put stickers on my spreadsheet unless I print it out. And that's just, to me, that's not dynamic enough. So I'm doing colors so I can go, okay, anything that's red is a do today. Anything that's kind of an amber color, which I've yet to go through my list and sort out, um, is something that if I can get it done today, great. If not, it might be tomorrow. Um, and then I've got a couple of things that I'm going to have to put green in that they need to be done in the very near future, but maybe don't need to be done straight away. And then everything else is like, well, when I get to it, I'll get to it. Were, did you collect stickers as a kid, just randomly? Um, did I collect stickers as a kid? That's a good question. Uh, I think I did a little bit, but nowhere near the, the level that some of my friends did. Oh my God, some of my friends had photo albums. Okay, yes. they had photo albums and stickers. And remember, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't know if your friends, my friends like with, that were serious about sticker collecting, kept the backing on the stickers so mm -hmm. that they could technically use it at some point and in they, time. Yeah, exactly, and put it into a plastic sleeve so it wouldn't get, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's got behind the protective film. No judgment, anyone who ever did that, that was not something I ever went to the extreme of doing, but. I was always a little envious. I never had like the discipline and or the collection. I was always like the kid who was like, oh, sticker, and he'd be like, you know, stick it on my forehead. <laughs> Unicorn. <laughs> Um, and now I've got, you know, they've got these planner sections. I mean, I go to the, the craft store and they've got an entire aisle now that's dedicated to planners. It's ridiculous how obsessed people have become with planning, actually. <laughs> they've got like stickers you can get that are just perfect size for your planner. And I have a, a packet mm -hmm. of them and they've got a protective sheet and they come in sheets and, and they're all like gold foily kind of stickers. And now I look at my tasks and I'm like, are you sticker worthy? Like, am I, am I willing to waste a sticker on you? Maybe we need to do you your sticker chart so that when you completed a task, you get a sticker. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah. I mean, for me right now, it's just getting me to write it down. Gets a sticker. I'm like, okay, yeah. I actually wrote that down. Bam. There's a sticker. <laughs> I had asked, by the way, um, in the group chat here on uh, Facebook, I asked if uh, anyone else was getting lots of numbers, mm -hmm. and Sarah says that she always seems to notice the numbers. Well, today on the drive home from the mall, we were noticing numbers. So first of all, there was a cop car in front of us whose call number was 44344, <laughs> was in there. And then I look up at this license plate, and it's also 44 in the license plate. So it was like double 44, which is mm -hmm. our team's number, our call number, if you will. Yep. And then as we're driving to a, a stoplight, we look over and Mark, he sees like a seven, seven or something over here. And there was a triple three coming at us. And I look over and it's 88, 22, 22, 88. Like ah! just bam, 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 bam. Okay then. Nice. Okay. Nice. I, was, I ended up calling Therese the other day when I was driving. Cause I'm like, I was talking to the team going, okay. Um, 
you know, he, here's, here's the thing that's going on in our lives right now and I really want some guidance. So send me a triple eight number plate so that mm -hmm. I know that yes, this is the, the right decision or whatever it was. And um, as soon as I finished saying that, because I don't tend to get the signs that I ask for, but I looked around and I saw, I looked to the right, number plate, 44. Just happened to look towards the car park, a number plate, triple four. And then I look back and there's a car coming in my direction, 44. This all happened within a second. I'm like, okay, I get it. You're all there. You're all, it's all supported. Forget about worrying about having a triple eight number plate because it's all perfect. <laughs> I'm looking at, so uh, three's putting out a whole bunch of numbers right now. Uh, so she gets a lot of, looks like you're getting a lot of uh, triple five. Street. Mm, we're getting those too. Yep. That's big changes. Yes, big good. changes coming. 55, that also has to do with change. Mm -hmm. 33 is Ascended Master Energy. 1111, I loved it. I love that one. That's like you're going through um, a major activation, major <sighs> activation point when you're seeing 1111. I love that. My daughter's actually got the, and if anybody doesn't have it, the um, Angel Numbers app done by Doreen Virtue. I go to that often when I want to remember what the numbers mean, at least in that respect, um, or find out what other numbers are showing up. So we did this yesterday and we had the, every time we saw anything with a double number, we'd actually type in the whatever number was with the double number to see what it meant. It was all similar sort of stuff that we were talking about. There's big change, keep focused, everything's working exactly the way it needs to be, you're completely supported. Mm -hmm. So it was really nice to just sort of be getting those messages repeatedly and in full force. Right. Mark and I noticed we do this, that uh, if we see a specific number sequence multiple times in a row, like bam, 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 like 39, 39, 39, well, we will use that app and look that mm -hmm. up and see what's going on there. It's usually yep. pretty appropriate to what's going on. It's like, hmm, <laughs> okay then. Lots of, lots of messages coming, which is actually the ramping up of numbers, though, also talks about uh, the wave of ascension we're on which we're we are riding a crest uh, right now that's rising. And it's actually gonna kind of peak at the full moon when Jupiter goes direct. And Jupiter is all about this personal power thing, like the, mm. the coming back of personal power and um, claiming your authenticity and how when it goes direct, you better be in, in alignment with yourself. Like you've gotta be honest about where you're at what you need to work on and who you are, despite whether you, um, if it, <laughs> sometimes where we're at isn't where we want to be, but that's just what we got to get real with. Like, mm. you know, like just a random example, weight maybe, right? Like we'd like to be, look a certain way, but where we're at is kind of where we're at. When, and when Jupiter goes direct, it's like, just be real, <laughs> be real mm. with yourself because the only one you'll be fooling is you. Everyone's going to be like super aware of uh, energetic kind of misalignment. Yes, it's cool. And, but, but when you do get into that authentic, real energy, people are going to be like, I dig it. I mm. dig that. <laughs> she owns it. She just owns <laughs> who she is. Love it. This is kind of what we're talking about this morning. It's taking us into a further um, avenue. Um, is that there's so much change happening on this consciousness level. The world is waking up, there's things happening and it's, we're all, well not we're all, there's a number of us that are feeling the push to, to step into things more, to 
clear out the crap. I mean, it's the school for spirits coming up and we're finding not just, I mean, I've got a personal interest. I'm like, I really want to explore that stuff. I want to be using my gifts. I want to know what other gifts I've got. Um, and we're finding other people are kind of coming out of the woodwork going, yeah, I really want to too, but they don't want to say it quite so loudly. And in the, the lesson that, the free lesson that Therese did this morning, which I loved, <laughs> there will be a recording that will be sent out for those of you who are interested. Um, but you talked about this concept of, actually, I'm not going to say it because I want you to talk about the whole the seat. The seat the oh, the seat. <laughs> that is, yes, yes. Sorry, I'm a bit sleep deprived, so if I can't relate <laughs> very well, I'm going to throw it to Therese to take that over for me. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about that. So it really was, it had to do uh, with, the, it started with a conversation between me and my husband and just how aware we are becoming as a society of how things have been working and how as we're waking up the beauty about this kind of awakening and um, the ascension stuff I love to talk about is that with waking up comes questions. Mm. We start going, why is it like that? Wait, I, you know, it's kind of like we've come out of a stupor. In fact, going into a Harry Potter, if you will, <laughs> kind of like for some of us, it's been like we've been under an Imperio curse. So in Harry Potter, Imperio is when uh, like a wizard, um, it's one of the unforgivable curses. It's when a wizard um, curses someone else and makes them do their bidding. So the person is kind of like unaware that they're not under their own control. They're being controlled by something else. So the awakening for me is kind of like coming out of this Imperio curse and noticing what you're doing and going, wait, why? Am I, why? <laughs> why do I do this? I actually, I'm not sure if I like that. I'm not sure if this is the thing I'm going to do. Um, and there's so much of it going on in so many different minute levels, right? So, I mean, I, I, we can look at kind of any area and you can sort of see people coming out of like a, um, a fog and being awake and going, wait, huh? Why is it working that way? And can we do it better? Isn't there a better way is also some of the thoughts that are coming up. And I noticed that there's a tension in people. And the tension is, and I've heard it actually said a few times, which is, when is it going to stop? Like, when can we finally relax? Like, when can it, um, when will it be coming to an end? When will, when will things go back to normal? Mm. And the team showed me this image that was so strong. And they're like, it's kind of like you were sitting in a chair and someone said, can you sit up for a second? And you like lifted your butt off the chair. Um, and you're sitting there in this like <laughs> half lifted position thinking that, you know, maybe they're going to dust off the chair and you could sit back down. But so you, that's the going back to normal, going back to sitting down. When the reality is you got shifted out of the seat and then they took the seat away. Mm. And people are sitting there mid ass in the air. <laughs> like, and I, when does this stop? It's not going to stop. You have to learn how to stand all the way up. Yeah, so this relates to, if you think about everything that's changing in the world right now, everything that's changing on a global level, everything that's changing on your personal level, in your business, in your whatever place, um, it's, it's and we've heard it from a lot of people, it's like, oh gosh, there are, things are changing so quickly, or this is changing, or momentum's picking up, and I just want to break, when do we can go back and just, when does it become easy again like it used to be? Well, it's not going to be necessarily like it used to be, but it doesn't necessarily mean it won't be easy moving forward either. Right. right. Yeah. This is where it's not the situation that needs to adjust. It's us that needs to adjust to the situation 
so that we can become comfortable again. Because think about it. I'm like, I actually did this when when I got this download from the team. <laughs> I was like, wait, let me ex- let me let me do this. And I sat there like this. And I'm like, oh my god, this really hurts. It hurts. It's uncomfortable, and I'm miserable. But as soon as I stood all the way up, I felt so much better. And mm. And the visual that they were giving me was like, it's empowering to stand mm-hmm. up. Like, look how much taller you are. Look at how your perspective has changed as you stand up. Like, look how much more control you feel you have. I mean, it was a silly metaphor that has a really powerful mm-hmm. um, undertone to it. And so what Rach and I were saying to each other is, yeah, it's really not the situation. Everybody's saying, when will the situation change? Mm-hmm. Forget that. That's not where your power is. You can't control that. How can you change? How can you adapt? Sometimes this means we have to take on new perspectives or open our mind to new perspectives. Something that may have not worked before, but now we're willing to like go, wait a second. Okay, let me step back and just try this on. You don't have to buy it, but try it on. Try on that new perspective. Sometimes it means you need to learn how to deal with things differently, which is where something like Source for Shift which is uh, Rach's technique comes in and teaches you how to get more responsive and less reactive. Yeah, how to let it go. I'm not going to try to sing because I can't sing. She can sing better than I can. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just insert frozen singing here. (laughs) (laughs) Right? We need an Elsa. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see if we can find one later when we edit it. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Uh, You know, so, so a technique a new way of coping, a new way of dealing with things that's maybe um, more mature, more refined, Mm. a whole new approach to dealing with situations, especially like this is where emotional mastery Mm. comes in. Yeah. Mastery and mindset mastery, the two. Yeah, absolutely. Because it, it, um, and it really is about stepping into our own power and being, and we talk about this with our success circle members being internally driven, um, and instead of externally driven. So internally driven is where you are so connected, you know who you are, you know what you're doing, what your purpose is, and you know you are the creator of your life experience. So you step into that place and go, okay, well, if that's the case, then this is how I'm going to operate in the world. Whereas externally driven is like, oh, well, that's happening. and Oh, I don't like that. I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't want that. And push and get frustrated and, and your emotions are then and your mind are triggered by the external world, which is not empowering in any way, shape or form. Whereas if you start becoming internally driven, listening to your own truth, following your intuition, so very clearly working with your holistic intelligence system with your team and spirit guiding you, then it's going to be a much easier ride, a lot less upsetting, a lot less dramatic. (laughs) Less drama, less so (laughs) Um, And it's going to have a lot more magic to it because you're operating from an internal place which will change your external world or your experience of the external world. Right, which means that you need to trust your GPS system, your internal GPS system, which means this is where the fine-tuning of your intuition comes in. You've got to not only be able to hear it, you've got to trust it and believe it. Um, This is a new way of operating. We were not taught this years and years ago. This is coming forward not that it's new information, but it is a new approach, especially in the last few generations. And even particularly, yeah, I mean, even the last few years, we can even see a change, a shift from 
there's, you know, I've seen it particularly in the, the, C, the personal development industry. You know, it was always mind. It was always focus. It was always success, action, action, Mindset, action, action, yeah. action. It was all up here. Um, and what we're seeing the shift into, which is, you know, I was part of that shift because it was like, ah, oh, that doesn't feel right. Something's not right. It's not working. Why is it not working? Which led me on my own internal journey to really develop intuition, to listen to that guidance system. And I'll be honest, it has not been easy to shift from trusting the external world to trusting my internal world. And I'm, I can't say that I'm all the way there yet. I'm a lot further than I used to be and life is changing dramatically. It is a lot easier um, particularly this week where I've been overwhelmed. I've been listening more internally, getting the answers and ideas. And they have fucking goals. Um, you'll see those soon. But yeah, <laughs> going, shifting from externally driven to internally driven is, it takes time. It takes practice. It takes consistency. And I'm lucky yeah. because I've got Therese and, and people around me who all understand that, that keep me reminding me, go internal, go internal, go internal, which is what we do for our success circle members as well. It's like, what are you, What's the internal answer here instead of getting, oh, my God, this isn't working. Blah, blah, blah. Internal. What's internal? Absolutely. And we all need it. We all need it. I don't care how intuitive you are or good at reading mm -hmm. other people you are. Self-doubt can kick in, especially when we go into new territory. As soon as you go outside of that little comfort zone bubble <laughs> and into the what we call the sweet spot, which is kind of this mid-ground between comfort and oh, shit. <laughs> or I call it the holy zone. Right, right. The, the holy oh, fuck zone is too far. We've gone too far. Don't. We need to come way come back. back. <laughs> come back. Come back. But even if you are really consistent with your intuition, you're going to hit a spot. You're going to hit a snag. Something's going to happen that's going to ask you to go deeper into trust mm -hmm. or retract into self doubt. And it, and we can't seem to get out of it. As soon as I find a, a way out of that, I'll let everybody know. <laughs> I have not found the way out. <laughs> That's why she's got me. It's like, right, internal, internal, right. internal. It's a rite of passage. It's a rite of passage for whatever it is that you are venturing out on. It's kind of that initiation into mm. uh, this is how you go deeper. And this is how you know you're going deeper because you're like, oh, oh, oh how do I do this? Oh, I'm going deeper. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't look quite so elegant some days. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Yay. So we've got some comments here. Ooh, Terry. Cool. Hi. Hi, Terry. She's saying that she also sees the numbers all day long. Um, and Margaret. Hi. Hi, Margaret. Yeah. And also Terry saying that she feels like she's constantly in new territory. Yeah. So. It feels a bit like that at the moment. I have to be honest. It is a bit like that, but that's because we're expanding and growing at such an exponential rate right now. So this is good news. It feels uncomfortable because we're growing and we're giving, being given the opportunity to really choose to step into our power or to stay in a place of powerlessness. And that's where, it, you know, big shifts well, in a lot of people. I, and I think right now with this rampage of energy around us, <clears throat> if we choose to go into our power, yes, we're going to feel that kind of like, oh, like circuit overwhelm for a minute. Um, but we'll also get the answer right behind it. Oh, you need to take a rest. You need mm. to go stand outside on the ground. You need to go for a walk. That's what I got. I had a, I had a class I was teaching today and usually my own MO would be, I need to do a lot of preparation around it. And I got, no, what you need right now is a walk. You need to walk away from the work, which is so mm. scary to do. 
it's very scary to walk away from the work, but I'll tell you what the gift was. I did it. I went for the walk. I felt great. And when I came back, we had a major tech glitch, <laughs> like could not figure out why the system wasn't letting people in um, and still don't know, still don't know. But if I hadn't grounded myself, if I hadn't given myself a, a sanctuary of peace and space, that would have just compounded on me. And I'd be a, a hot mess right now. I probably wouldn't be able to be like, this would be my fifth wine spritzer instead of my first. <laughs> so uh, sometimes when we get internal guidance, when we're directed internally by our intuition, it sounds weird. It sounds bananas. Like it sounds counter intelligent, not counterintuitive, but mm -hmm. counterintelligent to what we believe we should be doing. Yeah, which is the old programming. Our old programming is to do the work, get this organized, be prepared. It's all action, action, action. And I've certainly found that like yesterday, I wanted to, to get a whole lot of things done to catch up on stuff I hadn't done the day before. And my body went, mm -mm, no. But so I listened to it, I'll say mostly. Because I still sat on the couch with the laptop going, oh, I'm just going to get a little thing done. <laughs> Every time she says she'd take a nap, she was like, oh, and by the way, and I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> what is she doing? Yeah, eventually I had to. There was a big part of me is going, put the, like, close the laptop, put this away. I had to put a movie on and um, yes. literally just check out. And I did. I felt so much better for it that I had the energy to do the things I needed to do yesterday afternoon. So it worked out really beautifully. But the old pattern is to just, You've got to do all the action, but the new pattern is to listen internally for the guidance because even if it tells you to take a nap, go for a walk, you are going to be far better for it instead of the... Well, and sometimes, um, so this is actually, we just did the free lesson for School for Spirit, which is energetic protection. But the second lesson in School for Spirit is about environment. It's about your personal mm. environment. When you're in your personal environment, if you don't know how to reset it, you'll go into the same patterns of behavior, same mental location, mm -hmm. same pattern of operation, even though you, you kind of know better, you might know better intuitively or just know better because you, you've got good friends or a good support team that's like, stop doing that, stop, you know, take a break. If your environment is, uh, your environment is what I'm trying to say is can trigger you. It can trigger you to uh, respond the same way which is why you might get intuitive guidance to go get a copy. When I first started working on the material for School for Spirit, for example, Rach knows this. Yeah, personally. I know. I was just thinking that when you were saying that before, I'm like, mm. so about Starbucks. I, I could not do it in my home environment. Now I can actually. That's what's amazing. I couldn't get it out. And I was overwhelmed. I was stressing out. I was going through personal freakouts. I was going into that um, – I was compressing and starting to retreat. Like I said to Rach, I don't think I can do this. I'm not, I'm not going to be able to do this. She's like, oh, fuck, yes, you are. And I was like, no, I can't. I put my kick-ass boots on. She was not getting out of this. <laughs> She's like, you are not getting out of this. And um, I'm, glad, I'm so glad she was there to do that because without that support, I definitely would have been like, abort, abort, it can't happen. <laughs> so I freaked out. I sourced for shifted, <laughs> which I – Love her for making me do, but I also hate the digging. Just, <laughs> just. Do you ever do the root cause? Yes. <laughs> she was like, oh man, we got in some weird stuff too. Weird stuff came out. Um, but after all of that, after I did all my processing, the answer came, which is you need to take all of this and leave. You need to take mm -hmm. what you think you need with you and leave the house. And it's so funny because I walked out of the here with a, a library, a library of resources 
my iPad and a notebook. And actually when I got to the store, I opened up the notebook and I just started writing school for spirit spell book, you know, lesson one. And then it was like eight pages came out of me in under an hour. Um, and I never once cracked open a reference. It was just like downloaded, download. And the only reason I stopped at eight pages was because my husband had to pick me up because we had to have dinner, <laughs> we had to make dinner and get the kids to bed. So I was like, oh, wow. There you go. <laughs> anyway, so I, so I just want to let you know how important your environment is to you and your patterns. And there's a way to clear your environment. Of course, that's in School for Spirit. We're going to go into that in the next lesson. But I want you to take a look at that. If you're stuck, if you keep kind of abusing yourself in a way, right? Because sometimes we get stuck in the head. And the head is not emotional. It's logical. So it can be emotionally abusive. It can be like, work, dog, work. Work, work, work. <laughs> and uh, we can't always, we can't handle that. Um, emotionally mm. so you might not need to leave your environment to reset and I'm looking at all the comments here yeah feel free to share any experiences that you've had where you your where stuff that's coming up particularly in the last couple of weeks as this ascension wave is coming through and things are being chaotic and changing and moving very fast so yeah let us know how you're going with, <laughs> with all of that but also are you ready for a question you ready for questions? Oh, no. I was, well, the, there was a question in it, and uh, it's from Margaret. And she's like, So, how would you, like, what would you, she wants us to kind of encapsulate this lesson. What are we talking about? She says, How would we frame this? It's not so much what, but what's the donut? It's <laughs> oh, a good question. Um, I, we were talking about how basically well we were talking about a lot of stuff ascension mm. is here so ascension waves what is ascension really quick it is a rampage of energy and it's where you're starting to get a cellular download of new programming mm. so it's operating starting to you'll find there's more of a natural desire to stop engaging in the crap and the drama externally and wanting to find what's true to you, what's your purpose, what does your soul want, um, wanting to listen to your own intuition or you might be fighting between head and heart. And um, that's mm -hmm. generally a, a typical sign of someone who is awakening, is that conflict. So and then, internally driven. Mm -hmm. And then we were also talking about how um, the external world is not going to change, that we were just saying that everyone's kind of got this feeling of when, did, when does everything calm down, when can I relax? And that's an expectation of the external world or the environment to change. We're saying, accept it as it is. Mm. This might be this way forever. Well, it's change is a definite. <laughs> change is guaranteed. Mm. So instead of worrying about what the environment is doing, adjust, adapt, grow. Yep. That's moving back into the internal. Everything is really, everything we're talking about today is all about you know, the different things, different aspects of needing to move back to being internally driven instead of externally focused. And we've, you know, we've got multiple ways that we can help you to do that if you want to, but it's more about understanding that while all this chaos and stuff is happening around you, it's showing you how much you are internally driven versus externally driven and the impact that that's having on either side. If that makes sense. So, it totally makes sense. I get it. I get it. And I hope that that's working for you too. You can keep asking questions. And in fact, we want to open it up to everybody here. I'm just going to check and see. 
Is there anybody in our chat room? Is anybody in here? Hey, Anna. <laughs> She's in here with us. Um, we're going to open it up to questions to everybody. So what, what you got? What you got for us? What do you want to know? What do you need some help on? What can we answer for you? Do you need some guidance around or strategies? All the good stuffs. We will use our our masterful abilities at intuition and guidance, and we will give you some feedback. Um, all right, just waiting for that. But in the meantime, oh. <laughs> <laughs> is it nap time yet? <laughs> No, I, I don't know if you've noticed. I've been trying not to touch it, but my it is the weather here is so weird. It's kind of summery. It feels very New York to me. I'm in Washington State, and the the climate's usually not so humid, but it's kind of a humid like a storm. Looks like it's rolling in, mm -hmm. uh, and it's kicking off my allergies. So it's like my eyes are like weeping. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like I'm so. You still look pretty. You still look so tired. Thank you. And I, look at my new blue eyeshadow. This is what I was telling you about. Ah, that looks really cool. No, it reminds me of mermaid. <laughs> Mermaid's what it reminds me yeah. of. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's mermaid-tastic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to, I had to uh, step it up for, for my magic school. I wanted magic eyeshadows. This is fun. <laughs> Tell them <laughs> what the name of the palette is. Oh, it's called the Alchemist palette. So it's... Uh, it's Kat Von D for people who mm -hmm. are in the makeup know, but it's this like little triangle shaped palette that's all holographic and it's got like five holographic eyeshadows in it. And not just the little five-year-old me was like, <laughs> <laughs> it is mine. <laughs> it's just like, ooh, eyeshadow. My daughter who's six is like, oh, it's so blue. Can I put it on? So, <laughs> so not, she's got I have to hide it. Uh, well, yeah, well, the box has, the box is all holographic as well. So I made a deal with her. I'm like, you can have the sacred box. And she's like, yes. I'm like, I got it out of that easy. <laughs> it's it's gonna gonna so, that. <laughs> I know. It, it's not going to be so easy when she's 13 and she's mm -mm. like. <laughs> no, we're getting out of that, that stage now. Tyler was the same. She, um, I, I could easily give her the wrapping of her present and she would be happy with that. And I could take the gift back. Right. <laughs> bubble wrap, bubble wrap boxes and wrapping paper. I could literally just create different boxes with that in it, and she would have been happy as. <laughs> That's so funny. And now she's like, "Wait a second, there's, yeah, right. there's and now clothes and." <laughs> awesome. Looks like there's a, a question here, so I'm going to put on my my eyeballs and read this. Let's see. <laughs> Every time I walk forward. I end up that I'm going two steps back, look to get on my feet, and there seems to be a dark cloud around me that is stopping me um, to where I need to be. Stopping me. So this is Margaret. She's saying that she feels like there's something. She's talking about that pilgrim's journey, which is two mm. steps forward, one step back, or maybe even, yeah, like she, she doesn't seem to be moving forward at the rate or getting to where she wants to go. What are you feeling on that one? Do you want to go first? This feels like strategy, actually, to me. The, the minute I feel into it, it's like, okay, what strategy do you have around this? And if you could be even more specific, what's going, what area of your life is this going? Is this just in general? You just have this feeling of, like, I can't seem to move forward? 
or business or relationship or because the the sense that I'm getting is first of all you're just putting so much pressure on yourself and I am going to even go out there and be like are you comparing yourself because that will make you feel stuck faster than anything mm -hmm. uh, out there is look at where she is or he is or they are now look at where I am right and we start and we start creating these weird metrics in our head also this is based on um, how there's a, a thing going on okay I'm starting to get information now um, the problem in there is that I'm trying to figure out the how like I have to know the how to take another step forward and you really don't you really don't know have to know how you have to know why mm. see that's the strategic thing that's coming in um, why are you trying to move that way what are you trying to get by moving that way can you get that or those things by moving a different direction by maybe letting go by surrendering so many people hate it when we tell them this but it's like <laughs> the best step is really just to like stop fighting it stop trying to control it and lay down just like take the, the universal guidance so you put out some kind of maybe even subconscious desire first of all are you consciously aware can you get consciously aware now can you let go of the how can you feel safe with the fact that the universe has got your back so here's the beauty we're such good creators that we can actually create a universe that sort of pitted against us that's how good a creator you are that's how magnificent and powerful you are whatever you decide is life is hard the, the world just reflects back to you yes life is hard it doesn't judge it, it doesn't go no 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 it's easy let me show you <laughs> let me try to convince you it's easy. life just goes no okay that's the program that's the program life is hard yep life is hard I'm lost yep you're lost so a little bit of surrender is what's called in here that means like I'm putting the program down <laughs> like first of all delete <laughs> I'm just gonna sit here for a minute while, while I let myself reboot but it really sounds like without being able to go into all the details oh wait maybe she's giving me some more here hold on all the above she says yeah okay Margaret <clears throat> And we're not putting our sales hats on, but I'm really saying time to start looking at how could you get guidance? How could you help get help being directed? You need a Sherpa. Okay. We're, we're climbing Everest now. And you're like, this fucking sucks by myself. <laughs> and I haven't made it more than three steps without getting hit by an avalanche. Uh, but I do want to keep going up. Time to get a Sherpa. Time to get your guides, your teachers. Pick something. Pick an area where you. Now, this is what we've been talking about. Comes in, Rach. You can chime in here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, take no, that's right. It's eleven forty-four, by the way. I love it. So, remember, we said internal alignment. So you're going to look for a Sherpa, okay? So get internally aligned. Be like, who feels good? Do these two feel good? Well, this one felt really good over here. Like that feels like, I feel like that person just gets me. Like I look at them and I'm like, yep, they get me. I'm going to go that way. I'm going to try this Sherpa. Um, they, then you should start to feel some forward movement. They'll say, okay, up ahead, there's a branch duck. 
go under, come <laughs> out, right? That's what, that's what you will get in life guidance. Rach, is there anything you want to add to that? Yeah, if this is a pattern that is in every area of your life, then that says to me that it is, there's a subconscious program in there somewhere that is playing out, probably multiple, because these problems are never just as simple as one belief. They are clumps of beliefs that are all connected. Um, so if you've got some kind of tool or technique that you use to clear emotional stuff and mental stuff and reprogram, I mean, I've got Source for Shift. If you've got that, great. If you've got something else, use that. Use anything that you can help you to move through the subconscious stuff to find out, to dig into and go, okay, what, what is that exactly? So that you can have conscious awareness of it. Once you've got conscious awareness of it, you can actually do something about it. But I feel like what's happening at the moment is more subconscious than anything that you've got current awareness of um, and exactly what Therese said it's about right now it feels like this one step forward you know two steps back thing is this you're operating from the head and then you're sort of operating from the heart so that gets you forward but then you go back head so heart forward head back um, and I did that pattern for quite some time before I really started to step into and listening to this internal voice and, and Therese said it perfectly before you've got to know why why are you doing this thing why do you want that thing? And is it actually yours or is it come from somewhere else or someone else that says, oh, you need to do this, that's the best thing to do and not listening to your internal guidance. So this is all about coming back internally and clearing the crap, basically. Right. And I just want to add to that, that you're going to want to look for, um, if you do decide to go this route, look for one that offers you community because um, right as Rach was talking, just one of our community members helped coach me just now because they're that fucking good. So <laughs> it's not just the Sherpa that's going to take you there. It's mm. your base team that's mm -hmm. going to go with you. And they're going to be like, remember, remember the guidance. Mm -hmm. And they're going to be there to help you when you fall down, help pick you up. Be like, nope, we got this. We got this together. Mm. Um, so really important that you have that extra guidance. Thanks, Ree. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the next question we've got is from Caitlin. Hey, Caitlin, Caitlin says, I've been feeling anxious a lot lately. And like I have so many ideas and things that I want to do, but I don't know where to start. And I haven't been able to focus or get into any type of routine or schedule. Sounds like what Rach was talking about a little bit. Um, so. It all turns to anxiety instead. Instead, excuse me. I'm not sure if this is a question or an observation. It's kind of bold. Mm, bit of both. I, I think for me, I mean, I, I can, I feel where you're at, and I know the, the. I've got the feeling and the thoughts in my head, but I can't get the words out. The, the jumble that is inside your head. I totally get that. And um, sitting down and actually getting all of those ideas down. Like I did a mind map. I've got to say thank you to my, my beautiful friend, Christopher Bonus, who's been working with me on the nurture map. And that's all about mind mapping. And it's really started to open up. And I basically did my to-do list as a mind map first before I put it into the spreadsheet and could have my, my, my digital list. Um, so something like that where you can just brain dump all of your ideas down. And once you kind of get it out of your head, a, it's not sitting around and going around in circles and you're not sure where to start. You'll actually be able to see once you've got it down, go, oh, that one feels good. I'm going to do start with that one. So for me, I've got stuff I need to do because there's people waiting on things and they're the next step in getting, you know, massive momentum, which is what we're focused on. Um, but then that's how I'm prioritizing. 
So for you, you might, once you've got it all mind mapped out, is to go, well, that one, that part feels good and I well, can't do this until that happens. So then you can see the contingencies and the dependencies at the same time as well. So that would be my suggestion. I'm happy to help you to do that too inside the, the members area. Yeah, and it sounds like, um, has Caitlin done Source for Shift yet? Yeah, she has. Okay, so she ne you need to use those tools as well um, because you need to start asking, you need to start testing it, use your pendulum or your muscle testing and be like, is this a sign of ascension? Am I just feeling the anxiety that the, the mass consciousness is feeling? Because guess what? Everybody's feeling it. The energy right now is really ramped. So it could be some of you, but maybe it's not all of you. And, you know, the more open we are to energy, we're not protecting our own. If we're not staking our, our little, you know, put up our little happy fence and, and energy and be like, this is my space to be chill. I don't need all that right now. I'll take in, uh, I'll take in peace. I'll take in happiness. Yes. I'll take in more love. I'll take in more light. I'll take in more intuitive um, ability. But that's it. Right, and everything else just has to sit on the outside while I, while I um, nest in, in this <laughs> Do my little thing. oasis. Exactly, if you're not doing that for yourself. It's really easy to let yourself be open. Also, just kind of putting it out there. If you do intuitive work like yours truly, are you turning off? Mm. I am so guilty of this, and I've been called on it a few times recently. And I'm like, oh yeah, I got to turn off because. If you're not turning off, it's like a funnel in the top of your head and just new information is constantly coming in. And you'd think that would be great, but it is exhausting. Mm. It's dra it drains you. It overloads your system. It's like taking too many vitamins. You know, they say there's too much of a good thing, and it's true. The right amount of vitamins makes you feel great. Too many vitamins is like toxic overload for your system. Mm. It doesn't matter if they're good for you. So an, a big part of it is do the, do the work, check if it's yours, turn it off sometimes because you don't need to leave it on all the time. Um, and here's the thing. When you start really strengthening holistic intelligence, and Rach can attest to this, when you really start strengthening the whole system, the downloads you need always come. Mm. If you're tuned in, if you've got it all working together, the stuff you need will come. So you don't have to sit there <laughs> waiting for it. You don't have to like take it all in. Unnecessary. I hope that's helping you, Caitlin. I'm going to take a look at the. Awesome. She says, okay, I think it's also resistance and getting stuck in my head when time flies by me. Mm -hmm. Another sign of ascension. Time seems to be moving quicker. Mm-hmm. It just feels like it's moving faster. It feels like what happened to my day. And Rach and I yes. have both been saying this lately. It's like, what the fuck happened to the day? I just woke up. It's right? nearly the weekend again. Yay! But <laughs> <laughs> holy right. shit! <laughs> I know. It's like we, had, we have these big plans and it feels like time is moving. That is an illusion mm. that's coming with all this information. And a big part of it is that with these cellular updates and downloads, we're also processing more particles of information so kind of on a on maybe an end note because i can keep going guys there's like yeah. millions of signs here but on an end note remember your ras rach what's a ras a reticular activating system see she does not have a hard time saying that i get caught on it all the time 
but your reticular activating system in the back of your head is filtering out all the extra stuff, all the noise, all the, because literally we're being bombarded with information from every direction. There's just so much to see that our brain was like, fuck this. <laughs> 12 things, Max, 12 things. I will allow 12 things into my consciousness at any given point in time. Well, when we get all these cellular updates, it went from, let's say, 20 million to 20 fulfillion. <laughs> okay. You need to put that in the wiki. <laughs> hey, you spell that. Is that what the patron is? <laughs> I, I saw, like, a, it's an F-A-P-H-A. It doesn't look as good as knife fulfillion. <laughs> no. F-A-P-H-A fulfillion. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so many shit loads of information shit it's it's a lot that um it's sort of overwhelming the filter the filter is mm. getting clogged right and it's like oh, I that can't. Get clogged. <laughs> the filter is like this now <laughs> like, <laughs> <make it> stop. <laughs> so it's natural there's a lot of people feeling the anxiety the overwhelm all of that um, because of what's going on externally. So one of the questions that I get people to ask, particularly who've done source shift, is, is this mine? <laughs> it's a yeah. simple question that chances are it's, it, there's a lot of it that's not yours. So you can say, thank you. Return to sender with love and consciousness. We don't want to send back bad juju. We want to send it back with love and consciousness so it gets transmuted. And then just sit back and go, okay, now this is, only, this is my shit. That's the part I've got to deal with. <laughs> exactly. And it's a lot less than you think. And then and you can get back to that normal space. <laughs> She's been doing this the whole time, guys. <laughs> so Caitlin's like, oh, good. It's not just me. She doesn't know what happened to May. <laughs> Wait, know. what? We're not in May? Shit. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, fuck. It's so almost... <laughs> like, oh, and we're like, we we are. Through. It's like the eight. Come on. God. I know. It's ridiculous. And Jennifer is saying that everything that we're saying is spot on for her too. And it feels like she just got out of bed and the day's almost done. Yeah, yeah. Totally get it. And Margaret is responding saying, so I think I know what I need to do now. I need to look after myself more mm, um, as we have been going uh, on a hard time, but I have been busy trying to help with my charity from my home. Yeah. You mm, need, totally you got to give yourself space first. <laughs> Oxygen mask on you first, then oxygen mask on others. Mm -hmm. Don't die. <laughs> Don't die on yourself because you're giving all the oxygen to everyone else. Mm -hmm. Self-care is so huge. One of the things that I got recently, and I don't know if I said this in the last podcast, but um, when it comes to the amount of time that I need to be spending in meditation and contemplation just within myself is at least two hours a day. Now, I was doing maybe 30 minutes, and I'm thinking, geez, 30 minutes, that's a lot of time for me. Um, but no, when we, with this upgrade and everything that's happening energetically, we actually need to be spending more time focused internally, thinking about things internally, unfolding things internally, um, for us to be really solid with ourselves internally to move forward into the chaos that's going to be happening around us, no matter what it looks like or right. what toupee they're wearing. Right. So and realize too that your self-care routine can double as a sacred routine mm. right so when she says two hours to meditate i felt some people go oh shit <laughs> like when oh there's what it's different How? stuff mm. so many ways like so that's where ways. my 
journaling comes in, my mind map stuff, my nurture map, my you know little things. That's but but interestingly enough, and here's the thing: like my old pattern was, oh, I haven't got time to do that, which is why I'd only do half an hour. When I started doing more, like an hour and a half, two hours. I was actually getting ideas for our business. The words were starting to come through. The ways, and this, we do this together sometimes, we allow ourselves to just contemplate together and that's when we get things that, you know, other pieces of the business that we can do better, different ways, solutions to problems that we've been struggling with for weeks. Like this stuff Easier. <laughs> we decided it was going to be simple, easier and efficient and then we kind of let go and ideas came. It was amazing. So this contemplation time, while I say two hours, we really could be doing three or four. Um, and it's self-care as well as almost communing with our team and spirit to, to, to work on the business, work on ourselves, work on our lives. And that's the most powerful part of the whole thing. And then there's inspired action after that. There's actually a lot less action needed in terms complete, in comparison. Because it's the action that's in mo the most alignment. alignment. After after you've done all this, after you've given it the space, after you've calmed down and go, wait a second, I don't have to scramble to get it. Maybe I just sit here and let it come to me. That's mm -hmm. receptive, divine, feminine receptivity, right? So I let it come to me. Then the action you need to take is, it's like someone cleared the board and they're like, mm. go that way. Yep. Like, oh. Okay. Like chasing a bunny. Don't chase the bunny. Sit down with a carrot. <laughs> <laughs> the bunny come to you. <laughs> exactly. Let's, no I think bunny. that's a good place to wrap it up. <laughs> we need to we need to meme that one. <laughs> Rachel, stop chasing the bunny. <laughs> Sit there with the carrot. <laughs> Love it. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, by the way, <laughs> by the way, super important. Mm -hmm. Can't believe we forgot to mention it. Uh, the full moon. Spirit yes. circles coming up on Friday. Friday for uh, U.S. Saturday for Australia. Seven yeah, at uh, seven o'clock. Let me try it again. Eleven a.m. on Saturday for those of you who are on the eastern seaboard of Australia. Right, and six p.m. or nine p.m. depending on if you're on the west coast or the east coast on um, Friday um, for the U.S. And it's the full moon in Sagittarius. There's some playful energy there. There's a lot of adventure there. There's also um, Jupiter, which happens to rule Sagittarius, goes direct. So there's, and this wave of ascension kind of goes -la -la -la, <laughs> like that. It peaks. So um, if you haven't already, you should join us. We will put in the comments um, how to be part of the spirit circle. There are so many ways to be part of it. We actually gave, we had free seats. They're already gone. Mm. they've gone to people who are joining us um, but it's only $27 to be part of our spirit circle you get to go through the process of alignment your energy gets raised you um, go through the full moon release process which is so fucking amazing because you get to burn shit if you, <laughs> you get to go through source for shift where you release it on the cellular level which is super duper important and then we get our channeled message from our team and spirit and do psychic q a oh, and you get not a minute and you get a recording you get mm -hmm. to keep it um so if you want to do that we'll, we will put the link here in this uh, chat right now um, and you can come join us and be part of this amazing fabulous group energy because really the people in this group are the what makes it amazing mm -hmm. and they're high vibing 
awesome sparkle beans. I kid you not. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, thank you everyone to jo who joined us today. And um, until next time, relax. We got this. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the show. To learn more about Rachel and Therese and all of our awesome offerings, go to spirit4success.com or find us on Facebook. In fact, why not join our kick-ass and sparkly group, Kick-Ass and Sparkly Ladypreneurs Unite. Until next time, relax. We got this.